0: well hello and welcome back to another episode of bible prophecy for today my name is heather and i'm going to give you some news and views from a west texans biblical point of view one you're not going to find in your mainstream media hey guys welcome to this evening's podcast it is october the 27th and it is eight sixteen p.m my time that is central standard time in texas united states of america With a K, maybe, maybe not. Um, You know, I've been thinking a lot about that here lately and what happened in Israel and what is happening around the world today. What is happening in liberal countries? And uh, talk about the generational gap. You know, I think a lot of young folks don't really understand um, what the Holocaust was. I don't think they were ever taught that. And uh, I don't think that they understand the gravity of what happened and what is happening in Israel uh with the hamas war um back on october the 7th i believe i don't think they understand and one thing when you do when you target a certain persons or people or ethnic group is you make people think that they are not human and we see how that's going because it's so much easier um to kill somebody who you don't think you know there there's no correlation and I keep remembering what the Bible said. And Timothy said way back when, uh, and he said things would, of course, wax worse and worse. But he also said, "Was it Timothy? Could have been the Apostle Paul? Mm, I don't know." But the Bible says we know God says that um, in the end times, because the love of because of lawlessness, the love of many would grow cold. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't know how much colder love could be than beheading a baby or burning children or kidnapping elderly women or raping corpses. Um, I don't know how much more depraved you could possibly get. I don't know how much more unloved and cold in your heart, could possibly get them to commit those atrocities, and these are happening in the world today. And uh, the mainstream media, like we all said, would happen. They would turn this all against Israel, and they are. And we have young kids and and ignorant people. I wouldn't say ignorant; that is stupid, um, depraved people marching. Um, Uh, and applauding the atrocities that Hamas has committed against uh, uh, the Israeli people, Jewish folks, and not only Jewish people, guys. These are people from all over. There's people from the United States there, from Germany, and I don't know if they were all Jewish or not, but they were attending the the Nature um, Party, Um, folks. I want you to realize that if you're not saved if you do not have the lord jesus christ as your personal savior you will die and go to hell in your sin and this is uh the whole reason um that i did i do this podcast is because i want people to see bible prophecy and correlate that to the headlines that are happening right now and that we are living in the end of the end of the end of the end days now, when Christ walked the earth, those were the end days. And then, of course, all these things were going to wax worse and worse. All these things were going to happen. And every single sign just about that Jesus Christ would be happening in the end times are happening. The only thing, basically, that's going to catalyst this event is we're waiting for the rapture of the church. Nothing has to happen before the rapture of the church. Now, there's going to be a lot of things that will happen after the rapture of the church but you know there's really nothing that has to happen before we are snatched out of here um by the hair of our chinny chin chins um to get out of this world before god's wrath is upon this world And uh, you can listen to those folks that tell you that, you know, they, oh, the rapture, oh, you people, blah, 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 the Darby's and all this stuff. And I like how they just reiterate this stuff. And they're just like little talking heads. Like they understand everything that they're saying when they really don't. They are mimicking something that somebody else said that really doesn't make any sense. But, of course, you know, they don't want to believe the truth. They want to believe a lie, so they're going to mimic all this other stuff. Oh, yeah, the are Darby, and then, and, 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 oh, you yeah, whatever. No, read your Bible. The Bible tells you what is going to happen. The Bible is very clear on the rapture of the church and that we are in the church age right now. And if you think God has turned his back on Israel, you are completely wrong. Um, whatever church you're attending or whoever told you that, you need to set them straight and walk out of that church and never walk back. Um, if that's the case, because if you read your Bible, you will know that God has not turned his back on Israel. He loves his chosen people. And the entire tribulation is pointed at Israel because he wants them to be saved. He wants them to know that Jesus Christ is their Messiah. So um, right now, Israel doesn't recognize Jesus as not. I wouldn't say Israel, but Jewish. The Jewish folks do not recognize that jesus is their messiah now some of them are have friends that are have family that are and they are messianic jews because they do believe that jesus christ is their messiah but if you don't you you know you're still lost in your sin you know now has he turned has he has he broken his covenant with the jewish people absolutely not has anybody read the new testament uh hello no he has the what does paul say god forbid you know no and um and so if you're attending a church and i do not know how these people can preach this i i just don't understand these are folks that have gone to you know they have doctorates behind their names and they have gone to seminary and they have all these like letters by their names and like all this oh my goodness they've got all the schooling and all this stuff and they've and they still can can lie to you and say, oh, well, you know, God has broken his covenant with his people. Now it's all about us. You know, this the church age people. We have replaced whatever. There's a lie from the pit of hell. There's a lie from the pit of hell. And if you believe it, then you are not reading your Bible. You don't need somebody else to read the Bible to you and tell you what it means because you know why? You have the If you're a born-again believer, okay, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ and you believe what the Bible says, then you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, and the Holy Spirit is going to guide you into all truth. So you don't really need somebody to come and tell you what the, what the Word of God says. You read the Word of God, and the Holy Spirit will speak to you through His Word and so it just irritates me and angers me that these people that have all this education you know and they're men of god can lie to you like that that's just blasphemy it's blasphemy so anyway um but you know why we're all here today you know why we're here today we're gonna talk about some headlines folks we're talking about headlines that are muy importante to what is going on today. Gog, Magog, and Rapture. Terry James. We'll talk about that today. And the UN says Israel may be guilty of war crimes for collective punishment of Gaza. <laughs> I told you it wouldn't be long before they turned around on Israel. No, Israel's not guilty of war crimes. Hello, folks. Did you did you see the children beheaded? The children burned the baby? Did you, I don't know. Did you see them raping a corpse? Hello, Uh we we want to talk about Israel. So, oh my gosh, look at this work, whatever. I'm not even going to read that, but I do want you to know that their headlines, that this is what they're talking about. They're, you know, of course they're going to turn it on to them, right? They're going to always, it always, they always turn it around because you know what, I don't want to know why, because the Bible says that Jerusalem will be a stumbling block. Israel will be a stumbling block to the nations. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but it's been that way um forever. And of course, you know, ever since may of 1948 even before then israel has been a stumbling block because the bible said so so yeah um lots of stuff the west monster within melanie phillips and uh, this is one thing i wanted to touch on uh this is from israeli national news um my cat just jumped into a box she all know nerfy if you happen to watch any of the youtube videos that i had or even the ones way back when before they tore my channel down thanks youtube um Murphy was always, like, in the background doing Murphy, you know, what Murphy does. You know, cats will be cats, and uh, they're going to do whatever they want to do. You know how that goes. But anyway, so the West Monster Within, by Israel and National News, liberal society contains the seeds of its own destruction. Every day has brought fresh signs of an anti-Jewish psycho. Um, psychopathy within their own societies countless thousands don't appear to recognize that Jewish victims of genocidal attack are entitled to human sympathy in Britain and America young people have been tearing down posters bearing pictures of some of the kidnapped Israeli children can you imagine can you imagine what indoctrination has been going on in our schools here in the United States and not only here but in Canada and Britain and all around the world satan has been at work boy he's working hard over time over time i'm indoctrinating these kids and um uh the lies and deception hey tommy you can be jane if you want to hey jane you can be kevin <laughs> just take these hormones and we'll cut your breast off and you know john you know we'll just you know yeah folks wicked depravity uh on a level i've never seen before And another thing I never thought I would fathom in my mind um, was that this would be okay because, you know, woe to those is, uh, I think it's Isaiah chapter 5, verses 20. He starts the woes. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who take what make bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Um, Folks, we are living in those days. And I don't see how you cannot uh fathom that i you know i don't know how you correlate what the bible says to headlines and not see that hello we're we are living the bible (laughs) we are living matthew 24 right now we are living the days that christ said would be right before his return he goes when you see uh when you see these things begin to happen what does he say he said hold your head up high because your redemption draws near. Folks, these things have begun to happen, and they are moving pretty fast. Y'all have heard my take on tacos, you know, tacos. Sorry, get our word tacos. I mean, it's where we get our word tachometer. Um, when you rev your engine and uh, the little speed, the little little ticker thing just goes, whoo, you know, from zero all the way up to redlining at eight. Um, yeah, it happens fast. It happens fast. And um, that's what Jesus said would happen these things would be having very fast like labor pains upon a pregnant woman and you know how those work they'll come upon you and then they'll kind of you know reprieve a little bit and they'll come back stronger and then more intense and more intense and pretty soon it's like it's time to have the baby you know what i'm saying so i think uh when president trump was elected and all to the shock and horror of the liberal folks and the democrats and all them peoples i think Um, And, you know, I think they're all puppets, honestly. I think the Republican Party, the Democrat Party, I think it's all just puppet play, you know. Uh, BlackRock and uh, foreign councils, all these... um, what do you call it, these little three-word societies and skull and bones and all these in the background. Honestly, I think they're pulling the strings and the puppets and like all of this stuff, right? But, I, you know, I I do tend to think that that kind of came out of nowhere when Trump won because just the look on all every single one of their faces, like that one where you, I just keep replaying that one with those those girls are screaming, (laughs) is just uh, i get an enjoyment out of that i know it's probably not right but hey you gotta find joy where you can find joy right one with the little she's in her car screaming i'm like oh this is golden um but you know uh, but i think that might have actually caught them off guard i mean i don't know i think god had a lot to do with that actually god did all of that Uh, because you know the bible says that god raises up nations and he takes nations down and he raises up kings and he takes kings down so that's god he puts these people in places uh and if he's allowed it to happen he's allowed it to happen if you go back uh in the old testament and you read about all the things that happened to israel and what god allowed to happen nebuchadnezzar um, the Babylonians to come in and, you know, uh, kit, you know, take them all. To, so God allows these things to happen, especially when a nation has turned their back on God, which, hello, the United States has. We have turned our back on God as a nation, not as a people, okay? Um, a lot of our administration, our presidency, our government has completely turned their back on God. Um, they t- it started back in the was it 1960s, Maybe late, early 70s, when they took God out of school. They took the Ten Commandments out of school. Like, what? Really? How, how? What was so bad about that? Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Oh, really? What is so bad about that? But if you read your Catholic Bible, <laughs> they take out one of those. Y'all shall not have no graven image of me. Mm? Well, that's kind of missing in the old Catholic Bible. Do you wonder know why? We got statues of Jesus everywhere hanging on a cross. I want to tell you, he is not on the cross anymore. He uh, died. God raised him from the dead. And he sits on the right hand of the throne of God right now because it is finished, victorious. And our victory is in Jesus Christ, people. We know that if you're a believer, that's where we are. We right now are seated in heaven in heaven with Christ. Isn't that amazing? When you read the word of God, you're like, what? How can it possibly be? But it is, because the word says it is. So, but the Catholic Church, they still have Christ on the cross, which he's not there anymore. And Mary can save you. Mary can't save you. Mary couldn't save herself. Hail Mary, whatever. No, absolutely not. Not. That is blasphemy. Um, but, um, you know, so I, I just... I don't understand how you can read your Bible and be a Catholic. I don't understand that. Um, the Pope literally thinks he's Christ on earth. He speak, I was like, what? Where are you? Really? What Bible are you reading? And they honestly think the Eucharist is like they're, murder, or they're killing Jesus every time they have mass. They're killing him and they're eating him and drinking his blood. That's what they think. That is what they think. Oh, he comes down into the little bread. Into the, are you kidding me? Where do you read that in your Bible? You know why? Because they don't read their Bible. Now, there's been a lot of Catholics saved. Praise God. And there are a lot of Catholics who are saved. I have no doubt about that ever. I do not doubt that at all. But do they know the word of God? No. I have many friends who were Catholic and praise God are no longer Catholic. And they do attend a great Bible-believing, preaching church. So the one thing about the Catholic Church is they don't let you understand what they're saying. <laughs> and what, what, why, why would that be? And I like the people, and don't get me wrong, I love you folks who are the King James only people. I love you. And I don't mean to be jaded when I talk about it, because Brother Spencer Smith, he is an independent fundamental Baptist, and it's the King James Version only. I understand that. I do i I love you guys don't get me wrong and I know I, I, I come down hard to you guys but I, I do this because there, this is one this is one reason probably why I do okay there was a church here I think it is still here and won't name any names on Rockwell Road I mean I'm sorry did I say that out loud <laughs> anyway they actually have a song <laughs> to the King James Version only Bible not, it's not to God it's to the King James Version 9 1611 boy they sing that song and uh, this is the same church. Um, that burned a Koran in one of the parks, had a big old thing about it, and they lit the Koran on fire. Um, They have done several terrible, terrible things to people. As Christians, we are not called to go to the park and burn Korans or, you know, preach and scream at people. Now, if that's your style, hey, go for it. But how many souls are you going to win hating people? Because that's what they do. They're not loving people. You can... You can tell somebody that they're living in sin and you can tell them that in love because you truly do love them. I love people. And if you're living in, if I'm living in sin, please, somebody come and tell me, especially if I don't know that I am. And if I know that I am, please come and rebuke me like Heather. Hello. You know, that is a sin. You know what I mean? Because we, we need to do that as a Christian family, as brothers and sisters. We need to hold each other accountable. And I think that's a lot of reason in the church that is missing. There's no accountability in, in a lot of these churches. i not going to say all of them because the one I attend does have accountability. And I hope yours has accountability too. Um, but there's that is lost. It is lost in the seeker friendly church planting growth age. you know, uh, And a lot of that has been lost. And that's detrimental to the church because we need that we need to be held accountable we need to have that structure in the church we need to have the discipline in the church and um and what happens is you end up with churches like joel osteen <laughs> i'm gonna itch your ear and you're gonna say yes yes i am so wonderful god just loves me boy he's so lucky that he has me as a, yeah you end up with crap like that and folks this garbage that is garbage. We should be humbled, so humbled that God would even save us. You know, we are rich. Ret- all of our filthy works are—I mean, all of our—all of our, our good works though, we think are filthy rags unto Jesus. I'm like, hello, what do you think you're possibly <laughs> what? Folks, but this is the world. Have you ever noticed when you go to church these days and the songs that they sing, it's not about Jesus. It's more about you. You know what I mean? It's all about you now. You know, how you could have your, how to how to have a better marriage, or which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. That's great, you know. But when people go to church, they're not worshiping God for who he is. They have no reverence for God. God, yeah, he's my homeboy. No, he's not. He is God Almighty, and he will judge you one day. And uh, people forget that Christians, I think we forget that, too, because and one thing that really gets me, and I, and I have to tell myself this, too, is, you know, we're accountable for every idle word that we say. So um, I really got to, you know, I have to keep myself um, in check over that, too. For every idle word that you say, you'll, you, you'll be judged for that. You'll be held accountable for that. But, you know, Christians, we will be judged. People think that, you know, we're not going to be judged, but we will um, we're not going to be judged, uh, like we're going to go to hell, but I think we're going to be judged. Um, cause you know, we'll, we're going to get rewards. We you know when we go to heaven, I think, you know, Christians are like where well, you shouldn't really think you shouldn't serve God just for rewards. I'm like, look, if Jesus is handing out rewards, I want them. You know what I mean? We should, we should want to do great things for Jesus. He is our savior. He is our master. And I think a lot of people lose sight of that you know especially with the irreverence towards god i think people lose sight of that he is our master when you read the bible um bond servant is actually a slave and so we are slaves to jesus christ he is our master he is our not only he's our he's our best friend you know the bible says that too but i think people um they lose the reverence that we should have for him and um and for god and the holy spirit people like to call it an it now the holy spirit it he's a he (laughs) um but uh you know he is a person in the trinity um but i you know i think that a lot of this is just lost on our culture because when you go and you know that health wealth prosperity crap and that's what i would call it name it blame it grab it all this garbage let me tell you something um that irritates me um to no end because when you go over to Africa and you go to places like that, those, that that's what they that's what they preach over there. you just don't have enough faith that's what's wrong. you sow into my ministry and all this crap this is just blasphemy is garbage is heretical It is. I always go back to that verse in the King James Version, they'll make merchandise of you, and that's exactly what they're doing. but yet. We don't have pastors with gumption here in the United States to call them out for who they are. Now, we do have a lot. Justin Peters. I love Justin Peters. Pastor Billy Crumb, Love Pastor Billy Crumb, Spencer Smith. Love ben Spencer Smith. Now, there are some. You know, John MacArthur. There are some who call these out. These folks will call out these other pastors. Um, that. Like, can, tell me something. If you follow Kenneth Copeland, I want you to crack open your Bible, blow the dust off of that bad boy, uh, and start reading because he is I think he is demon possessed honestly, and I don't say that um in a in a um a joking way at all, I don't say that um and I say that seriously, I honestly think he is demon possessed and I know a lot of people saw the um the interview that he gave when he was like putting his finger and did you see his eyes, man, that boy is wicked, he is demon possessed and and of course the people that he ha's like a Comic strip or something, uh, when they had the little guys like walking up there. Do you see the one where he's like they're pretending like to cut each other's hands and they're like squeezing them. that is blasphemy, folks? That is satanic, but yet you still have people that follow them. And like I told you guys this story before, um, that uh, in, in last Sunday on my way to church, I heard him doing the same thing, preaching that garbage again. He actually mentioned Kenneth Copeland. I'm like, God, oh, Jeremy, what what are you doing? Folks, these people are wicked. Any amount of, if you just listen to them, the Holy Spirit is going to speak to your heart. It's going to speak to the word to your heart. If you don't know the word of God, what is the Holy Spirit going to speak to you? Hello, folks. Get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. (laughs) I'm going to put that on a shirt and put that on my my merchandise store. (laughs) Oh, goodness, guys. Okay, enough of that. I know I go on a tangent, but folks, time is short, and I just don't want people following false teachers, because Jesus said there be many of them, and there are so many of them, you can't even keep, what's that brown, that dude with the brown, what's his last name? Now, have you ever watched those people, they're all shaking, and they're like on the floor, and they're like, you know, all this crap, and look, I'm telling you, I do not think that the the gifts Uh, I'm not a cessationist. Hello, I have a YouTube video on our speaking in tongues for today. Go check out my YouTube channel, Bible Prophecy for today. Hello, you know. So I'm not saying that, but I am saying that that they do is not biblical. That is like the Kundalini spirit. That is a demon, okay? When you're on the ground shaking and convulsing and, you know you know you're like running around the church and screaming I'm so chick, you know that is a demonic spirit that is not the Holy Spirit so the Holy Spirit will not act like that okay if you read the word of God the Apostle Paul lays it all out for you I believe in second Corinthians chapter 14 maybe first Corinthians maybe first Corinthians 14 but anyway go find I actually I'm gonna put I'm gonna do i don't hardly ever do this but i'm gonna put the video from my youtube channel on speaking in tongues um, in in the description and uh, i'm gonna try to remember to do that i'm so bad about that i'm sorry um but uh, i'm going to um i'm gonna do that So you guys and you guys can make up your own mind i'm not saying that hey that this thus said well thus says the lord because the bible says i'm not saying you know what i mean um but i study the word I did a lot of studies on it and that's, that's how I feel about it. You know, that I, you know, and there's a lot of pastors, you know, that feel that way too, um, that, you know, I, I listen to. So I'm not saying that, Hey, you know, um, Atty Creek pastor, Brett meter, he, he believes that, um, Oh my goodness. What's his name? Um, Oh my goodness. He's probably on my feed here because I do, um, you know what? Let me see as a matter of fact, uh, probably not today because I'm on a podcast and I wanted to talk about it. And then Alan Jackson, he's not on there, but it popped in my head. So Alan Jackson, um, believes that as well. And so, um, you know, uh, but you, you get in the word of God and you listen to what the Lord tells you. Okay. So don't listen to me, but, um, Gothard's umbrella chart, Gothard's umbrella chart, a biblical truth or oppressive list. That's the latest from brother Spencer Smith. And that was yesterday. So, that i throw that up there since i'm looking at that but uh, i am going to go to my youtube channel and i will um i'm going to pull that and uh, put that on there for you guys so anyway um let's see what else we have in the news today there was one i wanted to talk to you guys about so It's time to sound the alarm. Prophecy is coming to life before our eyes. That is David Jeremiah. And I did want to talk about that. That was posted today at harbingersdaily.com by David Jeremiah. And I love David Jeremiah. I have a study Bible, have numerous of his books, have bunches of them um, on Audible. uh, And so I listen to them like before I go to sleep. And, um, I don't have a lot of free time anymore, guys. I am so sorry for not getting any um, podcasts put up this week. I'm telling you that job uh, and then, of course, the, the little customers that I have prior to that and after that, just absolutely about, uh, man, I was so tired this week. I am so sorry, um, but uh, I'm going to make sure going to try not to let that happen again the following week. I'm sorry, you guys, but let's talk about old David Jeremiah here uh and it's time to sound the alarm prophecy is coming to life before our eyes that is the truth and he says we are closer to the end of the world than ever before that might be an obvious statement but even many who don't believe in the bible will tell you the world will one day end and that we are getting closer to that time we don't know when the time will come but the rapture will be the triggering event he says i believe the church those who have placed their faith in jesus as savior will be taken to heaven in the rapture before the world is thrown into the thick of god's judgment known as the apocalypse and it's not until seven years after the rapture that the bible describes the return of jesus and an end to the world as we know it he says number one the sign of deception Many people will claim to be the savior and to have the answers for a troubled world. People will, people will search desperately for leaders to deliver them and seek mystics and religious leaders who claim to have hidden knowledge. Jesus tells us he is the only salvation for this world and to watch out for counterfeits. And number two, the sign of disputes among nations. Wars and tensions among people groups will rise. There will be the constant talk of conflicts, border skirmishes, war, race wars, and national battles and number three the sign of devastation there will be more and more famine earthquakes in various places and pestilence the rise of disease Matthew 24 7 number four the sign of deliverance into tribulation just before Jesus returns at the second coming there will be an explosion of antagonism towards God's people Christians will experience betrayal and persecution at unprecedented levels although God's people will avoid the seven year tribulation many will pay a high price for proclaiming the name of Jesus in the end times. Recognizing the signs of the apocalypse, the underpinnings of our culture are weakening. We need only watch the news to see signs of the apocalypse looming. The Bible says we can't know the date or time of the rapture that will trigger the end times, but we will. But we know these issues will grow exponentially in the end times. Jesus has called us to interpret the signs of the times and anticipate his return. We cannot live by lies or fear or hatred, but we can no longer ignore the warning or sleep in beds of ignorance we must live by our biblical convictions he says it's it's this he says it's time to sound the alarm prophecy is coming to life before our eyes but this is no time to be discouraged Christ will return as surely as he rose from the dead Jesus is Lord and his in history belongs to him. Even as the world collapses, the Lord is building his church. We can say something, do something, pray something, preach something, and live by the convictions of Christ. We're privileged to represent him in these perilous times. God's people are more than conquerors. We have a way forward, and at any moment, Jesus Christ will descend from heaven for his people, preparing the stage for the apocalypse. We haven't long to wait, but until then, we need to do as the Lord commands and understand the signs of the times as the apocalypse draws near may the lord find us faithful there is no reason to be fearful or allow the signs of the times to overwhelm us this world will not end in rubble but in his return our risen and exalted lord jesus christ our enthroned savior he knows the way forward he will show us where to go from here folks we need to be looking up because christ is coming he is coming soon and praise the lord i always say what's he gonna find you doing what's he gonna find me doing i hope we're gonna be serving him when he comes to find us when he comes to take us home and so let me see what else we got we got the gog and the magog uh, and rapture gog magog and rapture by terry james folks this is a raptureready.com raptureready.com posted the 25th of october and so this is a great article i love terry james if you don't have any of his books let me tell you something you are missing out he's got some phenomenal books out there i've got several myself and uh i'll let you know if you if you want some good end times reading or anything else he has got it and uh, he's a great man of god and i'm so thankful for his articles and his books so Let's get right to it. Gog Magog and Rapture. Terry James, he says, there is much questioning, speculation, and worry about uh, exactly what the ghastly attack on Israel by Hamas means in terms of Bible prophecy. What it all means with regard to the Rapture seems the prime focus of concern. Is this the beginning of the Gog Magog War of Ezekiel 38 and 39? Is the assault the beginning of a Psalm eighty three war. And added to the subject is the question of Isaiah seventeen one. Will Damascus meet its total destruction? as part of things about to unfold uh, since Israeli prime minister Benjamin Netanyahu and others within the IDF in Israel defense officials have avowed immense retaliation hmm inquiring minds want to know let's keep reading so Terry goes on to say I certainly don't have the answers and uh, at not uh, not I'm sorry at not least from a 100% knowledgeable perspective he says, "But we can, uh, but we can definitely postulate um, a bit based upon a study view of God's word that involves a future fulfillment of prophecy. He says, We who believe in dispensational truth and accept the premillennial pre-trip view of things to come know that what's happening is not coincidental. It all points to exactly where things should be if the world is at the very end of the age." or age of grace and he says um, we also have a number of other signals pointing to the end of this sensation um, signals that the stage is being set for fulfillment of prophecies about what will immediately precede Christ's second advent and give me just a moment folks I'm going to increase this font here you know me you guys know (laughs) so let's go on so uh, the first one he lists is the globalist minions are trying to bring into to uh, being the New World Order, which we as pre-trib advocates know will eventually uh, ev- ev- eventuate in bringing Antichrist to the world stage. He goes, um, these same minions are bringing to bear, in addition to AI and surveillance instrumentalities, a new monetary system of digital control involving computer satellite technologies that will give the man of this, man of sin the control Satan once to exert over the peoples of the earth. And so he goes on to say, diabolous nations of history yet future are shaping up for their end times role. Uh, roles Russia and China, for example, seem to be stepping into their destructive roles described in Ezekiel and Revelation. Wickedness and violence are ramping up, making cultures and societies around the globe like they were in the days of Noah and of Lot. While business goes on, particularly here in America, pretty much as usual, religious allegation proceeds, uh, melding with the blessings of pope francis into a common end times religious model of some sort that is yet to be determined all the while there is a falling away and apostasy amongst some of the mainstream denominations within christendom and he says i use the word quote christendom because i'm not referring to christians but to those with a facade of christianity and he says so while um so while things are coming together in the middle east surrounding and totally involving god's chosen nation thrown into the milieu uh Mill i'm sorry folks i can't talk tonight and i'm still not sure if i corrected that if i said that correctly i'm sorry of uh, developments is every other prophetic indicator for the wrap-up of history just prior to christ's second coming all ingredients for daniel's 70th week are shaping up for the time jesus said will be the worst Ever that's Matthew twenty four twenty one. All of this considered, he says his own thinking about developments in this ongoing devastation in Gaza is governed by Jesus's prophetic statement that he says he believes is perhaps the most important involving matters leading to the tribulation, Daniel seventieth week. The Lord's words that all things will be like they were in the days of Lot. And so that's Luke chapter 17, verses 28 through 30. He says, by this, I mean that when an event as is devastating as the destruction of all of Israel's enemies takes place, all semblance of business as usual, quote, will be out the window. The world will change spectacularly for the worse during that destruction and that will follow according to Daniel 9, 26 and 27. Seven years of hell on earth will begin to rage and all business as usual will be lost in the chaos. So while the things we see developing now are profoundly troubling, the end is not yet. As Jesus put it in his Olivet Discourse, he says there remain wars in." Uh, wars and rumors of war leading to the final dispensational era um called the great tribulation or the time of jacob's trouble the last three and a half years of daniel's 70th week he goes on to say and he says i'm convinced that although we believers might be here to see considerable war making we won't be on earth to witness the end of the things we see going on now in the land that's destined to host the Gog Magog War and Armageddon. Like Lot and his daughters, God like I'm sorry, like God like Lot and his daughters, we will be taken, the Greek word um paralambino. I'm not sure if I I'm um, no I didn't say that right, but anyway, by force from this fear slated for God's judgment. According to the quote, the force that snatches believers from the hour of God's wrath will be our Savior's call. Come up here here it is and he goes here yet again is how to hear that call so folks if you are not saved if you've never uh given your life to jesus christ if you've never repented of your sin we are all sinners and we are all saved by grace uh let me tell you how to do that okay And uh, I say it all the time. You can be sitting in your recliner eating Cheetos listening to this podcast. You can be driving down the road. Uh, I don't know where you're at. You could be anywhere. It doesn't matter. But this is what you need to know. This is Romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 10. This is what God says. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Folks, I, mean, I'm, I don't know how much clearer I can tell you, and how much clearer I can, I can point out headlines um, compared to the Bible, and like Terry James and uh, David Jeremiah. And all these wonderful people, men of God, have preached and, and told you guys and told the world and try to tell everybody we're in the end days. And there's no other explanation for what is happening in the world today except the Bible. If you read your Bible and you look at what's going on, there's no other explanation. And I know that's crazy. And I know you're thinking, what, what? But if you read it, you're going to know. God said exactly what would be happening right now. And, and this was what thousands of years ago. Okay, think about it. Just in the 1800s, we we're still plowing fields with horses, okay? I mean, look at us today. Like, when I was a kid in 1980, um, hello, we didn't have any of this stuff. You know, in the 1970s, I had my little banana bolt seat bicycle. I'm like, hello, um, we would often have never fathomed the things that we have now. There's no way. Now, can you imagine being John on the island of Patmos trying to write about Revelation? What was going to be happening? Can you imagine being Daniel trying to explain these things? Like, oh, what compared to right now? Um, but the Bible said and it ex- I mean said it to the T. And a lot of them say, well, like the Book of Isaiah or Jeremiah, they all say, oh, well, that can't be written right now. That had to be written after the fact, you know, because it was so accurate. But it's not. It was written before, and there's proof and uh it's amazing god's word is amazing and it's so amazing because god is his word it's god breathe it's his word and so when you read the bible you were reading what god said and that's what makes it so amazing but i mean thing it has been done like it's like to it like he said um like the nation of israel has a nation been reborn again like in a 24-hour period of time I and mean, it was exactly 24 hours it's amazing you guys it is amazing. Um, I, you know, I am just, I just love the word of God. And I just want people to know that we are living in the end days. And this is no time to be willy nilly and, you know, whatever. Like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll become a Christian one day. or you know, Oh, I'll, I'll ask Jesus to forgive. Whatever. You know, I got plenty of time. No, you don't have plenty of time. None of us are guaranteed our next breath. You could die of a heart attack, especially if you took that vaccine. I'm just saying that's the That's all. <laughs> That's scientific facts right there. Nobody's sure going to be a, <laughs> I can just see this on Spotify, this big old thing. <laughs> COVID vaccines have been proven to be effective. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see that, you know, it's a lie. We all know the truth. If you listen to this podcast, it ain't the first time. You guys know what's up. You know the truth. Um, and they're still pushing these vaccines i'm like are you serious are you serious you know because you know kids have always dropped dead on the football field you know in basketball courts and tennis courts and yeah that's always happened no it's never happened never happened i think they said in like five years maybe 52 incidents of that but like in five years and now thousands of them are happening every year i'm like what folks please please don't be deceived jesus said be ye not deceived see i love the king james version come on you guys but i'm just saying it's not the only good version okay um and that's what gets me. there are some bad ones the niv prior i mean I guess say 1984 and prior that's a great translation anything after 1984 um niv is terrible I don't even recommend, I would not recommend that at all. I'm just telling you the truth. Um, let me see, um, what else? What else? We got, um, I like the NCV for folks that um, um, who don't know the English language very well. And sometimes I consider myself that too because I love that version, the NCV, the New Century Version. And uh, it's a remarkable, or it's kind of a funny story how I, how I came to love that. A friend of mine gave me a Bible. Uh, and it was a um like a, a a devotional bible and i was like oh thank you you know it's like an everyday bible um once you get, you know it has a little day planner out in there for you and i was reading in the in the uh, the version that he was the ncv i'm like wow this is so easy to read and, uh, and a few of my podcasts in the back you know way back when well i wouldn't say way back when maybe earlier this year i read a lot out of that out of that translation and I do because, you know, there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that aren't from the United States. And, um, and, and of course, you know, wherever you're listening from, thank you so much for listening. God bless y'all. Um, but I want you to know there are other translations out there. And that is actually a good translation. And what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go to um, gotquestions.org. gotquestions.org. Um, If you guys have any questions, that is a really, really good um Website and I highly recommend that web. I don't. I don't agree with every thing, every answer that they have. I think. Think it all. I don't think every Christian agrees on everything. Um, but and it would and I would say the instance would be ninety nine point nine 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 six percent that I don't agree with everything. But I'm gonna pull up the New Century Translation. There you go. And I'll tell you another thing. You know, you'd always tell a good translation because they take it out of print. The Holman Christian Standard Bible, no longer in print. They replace it with the CSB translation, which I don't recommend. That's another one of those um, NIV after the 1984 translations. Okay. So, but you look at the translations that you guys, you know, would like to read. And um, by all means, you know, make your own choices. Um, But always research those um one of the other ones I would never recommend would be the passion that's a paraphrase that is not a translated Bible that is heresy if you ask me but I see preachers you know preaching from it or quoting it and I'm like okay I don't think that's a good thing um you know that one uh, I think it's called the tpt the passion Tra- yeah that's wickedness I-, I looked at that and I was like no so there are some terrible terrible translations out there but as far as the uh New King James Version I like that. The NASB. I love the NASB. The NAS, which is, I believe, the 1975. I have that one as well. Love it. Love it. So there are some great translations out there. Um, yes, folks, the King James Version is a great translation. It really is. I love it. I love the, like the the language of it. But let me tell you something. If you don't know English at all and you're trying to read that, you're going to be like, What? Well, I don't understand this. Then you're going to get frustrated and not read the Bible. Now, look, I know English. And I can get frustrated reading the King James Thou version. You know what I mean? The them Thou's and, the, and the, you know, some of the wording. You know, uh, so, please, you know, um, I'm just, I just want to throw this out there. But this is what the, is what the um, uh, GodQuestions.org website has to say about the New Century version. And so, remember, it's out of print. All the good ones, they just take them out of print. But if you want to find them, you can still get them on eBay. If you want to go to Amazon, you're going to pay big money. And I mean big money. Um, And sometimes on on eBay, too, it amazes me that a Bible somebody bought for $20, bucks they will sell for $350 on eBay because they can. I'm like, really? They'll make merchandise of us? Anyway. So, the New Century Version of the Bible is a revision of the International Children's Bible, which was aimed at young readers and those with low English reading and vocabulary skills. The ICB is written at a third-grade level and is both conservative and evangelical in tone. The ICB was revised somewhat to be a bit more sophisticated reading level grade 5 and was dubbed the New Century Version. This version, re- uh, this revised version was first published in 1915. 19- 1991 Recently, the NCV text was combined with notes containing advice on teenage issues to form the Youth Bible. It was updated in two thousand and seven. Thomas Nelson also publishes a version called NCV Clean, which contains the New Testament plus the books of Psalms and Proverbs. And of course, the New Century Version translated methods. So this is what you want to pay attention: who translated it and how was it translated. So. Here we go. So, according to Thomas Nelson Incorporated, the publisher of the New Century Version, the translation process of the NCV was guided by a commitment to be faithful to the manuscripts in the original languages. A team composed of the World Bible Translation Center and 50 additional highly qualified and experienced Bible scholars and translators was assembled. The team included people with translation experience on such accepted versions as the New International Version, the New American Standard Bible, and the New King James Version. The most recent scholarship and the best available Hebrew and Greek texts were used, principally the third editions of the United Bible Society Greek Text, and the latest edition of the Biblical Herberica, along with the Septuagint. So, New Century Versions, pros and cons. Here's the pros and cons. So, you yeah, always want to take a, take everything into account if you're going to look for a good version that you want to read. Now, would I study the Bible out of the New Century version? No, I would not study the Bible out of the, as a reading. Like, yes, great to read through to get a you know better understanding of things. But would I? I probably wouldn't study out of it. My the choices that I that I use to actually get down and dirty and yeah man like really really dig uh into the word of God is going to be my new King James version I love it um in my NASB but along with that uh you definitely need a good study Bible so there's tons of them out there tons of them Warren Wiersbe has a great study Bible David Jeremiah has a great study Bible my favorite John MacArthur has a great study Bible and so um lots of folks out there have really good study bibles even charles swindoll chuck swindoll i love charles swindoll i'll get a lot of I'll probably get some emails over that but i do i love him he's a neo-evangelical if you talk to spencer smith i know whatever and of course they say the same thing about charles stanley i love both of them i love chuck swindoll uh and i love um charles stanley the late charles stanley um but anyway and there's some other one. There's the the NLT, the New Living translation. That's more of a paraphrase, so i probably I don't even read that version. Chuck Swindoll uses that in his study Bible. Um, but as far as that goes, it's not a translation that I that I read. And I'm really I know I'm crazy. A lot of people say, what well, does it really matter? But I think you should capitalize God's name, Jesus' name, and the pronouns. Hello. This is the pet peeve of mine, and I know the NCV doesn't do that, but the New King James does, um, the NSB does, and so the NLT does not, and the ESV doesn't, which bothers me. I don't know why. Actually, it's, it's to me, it's not showing reverence. But I, you know, potato, potato, tomato, tomato. You know, eh, you know. But anyway, so. Let's go into the pros and cons. So the fact that the New Century version is a revision of a Bible translation that was designed for children has likely hindered its acceptance among adults. While there is nothing childish about the NCV and while there is nothing wrong with an adult reading a Bible that was designed for children, the stigma remains. Overall, the New Century version is an excellent Bible translation with a good balance of dynamic and formal equivalence. So... New Century Version uh, sample. So here is John 1, John 1, 1 and John uh, 1, 14. So in the beginning, there was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The word became a human and lived among us. We saw his glory, the glory that belongs to the only son of the father. And he was full of grace and truth. So that'll give you kind of a little bit of an idea. And here's one, John three sixteen. You all know that verse. And uh, your favorite translation, I'm sure, choice. So God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son so that whoever believes in him may not be lost but have eternal life. John 8, 58. I love John, and here it is. It's my favorite book. But anyway, uh, John eight fifty eight says, Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, before Abraham was even born, I am. So there you go. So anyway, Ephesians chapter two, verse eight through nine. It's going to have a little bit of the word sprinkled in here, right? That's what it's all about. So he goes, um, let's see. It says, I mean that you have been saved by grace through believing. You did not save yourselves. It was a gift from God. It was not the result of your own efforts, so you cannot brag about it. In Titus 2.13. Oh, you know, it's one of my favorite verses too. So we should live like that while we wait for our great hope in the coming of the of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Isn't that wonderful? Folks, get in the Word of God and let the Word of God get into you, whether it's the NCV, the King James Version, the New King James Version, the NASV, or the ESV. You know, folks, get in the Word of God. But, as... Uh, uh one of my listeners usually he, he uh comments for me i don't know your name or i would mention you by name thank you for all your comments believe me I, I do i do take them to heart and i do go and research a bunch of this stuff too i do believe me i do and uh i, I just want to know i thank you so much for that because it gets me thinking you know it gets me digging in the word of god and i do appreciate that um but i do i i i love the kjv i really do but um i don't think it's the only version um i don't think so um because a lot of people say well they take these look look if you read this verse like a friend of mine does he says this a lot too he's a king james version only guy too i love him too but anyway he says um and they, they post the scriptures because they'll say if you read that right there see see they're taking words out, see they're 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 taking things out of the Bible. but when you look at it where they're translating the the manuscripts from And so that's the thing. Were they in the original Greek manuscripts? And most of the time it was not. And so, you know, they use the latest manuscripts. But then again, you can say that all you want to, but if you will go to the footnote of your Bible that you say, oh my gosh, they removed that from the Bible. They actually did not. It's in the footnote of your Bible. So if you go to your footnotes as you're reading the Bible, if you look down there, That verse is listed and it says "and some manuscripts have this as well. So they're not taking it out of your Bible. Uh, But anyway, um, a lot of a lot of folks get upset about that, which, you know, if you don't know the whole story, then yeah, you probably get upset about that. But anyway, enough of me mumbling, folks, enough of me mumbling um, through here today. Um, (laughs) um, But I do want to thank you guys so much for listening. And, um, you know, ah, man. I'm sorry, I haven't been on in a while. Trust me, I love this. This is this is you know I, I I love to do podcasts. I love to talk about the Lord. Um, I love to sift through headlines, and you know I just love love this. Uh, and I just hadn't been able to do it all week, and um, you know it's kind of like a it's kind of like something's missing in my life when I don't get to do that when I don't get to come on and talk with you guys. And so, um, you know, kind of, ugh, I don't like to do that. But uh, anyway, um, I did want to throw up some stuff up here. If you want to go to Amazon, I do have after, after the rapture. What comes next? If you have Kindle Unlimited, it is zero dollars, zero free uh, for you guys to read. And I would love for you guys to read that. Give me some feedback. You know, tell me what you guys thought about it. Um, if there's anything I can add to it or, or maybe if I got something wrong, um, you know, please you know let me know um but if you guys want to you know read that just let me know what you guys think I, sh- I sure would um i sure would love to hear from you um what else we got i've got let's see here i do have a merchandise store i don't mention it very often um i i know i should a lot of people say that but i'm doing more um i'm doing more designs and stuff to put up there um you know, put on some shirts and some bumper stickers, and you know stuff like that. But I, you know, it takes me a while to think about these things because I want it to be like an evangel- evangelical tool, is what I want. I want somebody to, you know, read somebody's sweatshirt and say, "Hey, you know what? Um, you know what I mean?" Kind of like a, a a conversation starter, like an opening, you know, that you can use um you know like mine's you know if i'm standing in line so like, you know where do you go to church yet? you know the bible belt like, where do you go to we have one on every block like where do you go to church not every block is a good church stuff, but we do have one on almost every block so that's a big thing i was like, where do you go to church you know so that's my my opener but anyway may i get a shirt this says, where do you go to church but anyway i'm thinking about stuff like that uh, and trying to put that um together um you just get some things that that's usable things that um, can glorify God, things that you can use as a, a conversation starter. Maybe somebody will ask you something about your shirt. You know, I think Michelle mentioned that, like, yeah, that's a good conversation starter, one of them that I had up there. So anyway, there's that for you guys. Um, but anyway, I wanted to look on here. And yeah, there is one other one other book I wanted to mention. Um okay it's the remnant believers so another one if you have kindle unlimited it is free for you to read um it is the remnant believers heather d o daniel and um also if you wanted to buy it it's four dollars and seventy two cents four dollars seventy two cents um after the rapture what comes next four dollars ninety nine cents um they changed their pricing with amazon and so some of my. My books actually kind of went up. I'm sorry about that. Um, I, I don't have a whole lot of control over it. So, you know, I mean, I, I, I do. I mean, I could price them at 19 but I, mean, I don't do that. Um, I do the minimum, you know, because they have a minimum printing price, you know, that they set. And so you have to kind of go by that. But anyway, um, I do have um, a When the Rapture Hits the Fan. That's a quick short story um, from a non-believer's point of view of When the Rapture Happens. Um, and so that's $3.99 to buy. But if you have Kim and Kindle Unlimited, once again, it's free to read, free to read you guys. So anyway, I am going to um, hop off of here, but I am going to the link to, um, is called is speaking in tongues biblical today. So I will post that on there. And um, if you guys want to, um, view that it's, I think 16 minutes long, um tell me what you think about it i'd love uh to hear what you guys think about that but right now i'm going to get off of here so um get in the word of god let the word of god get into you and um oh my goodness maranatha lord jesus maranatha oh one thing let me throw this out there really quick to you guys my friend julie um we worked together years and years and years ago and um she is such a sweet woman she is a christian her family is they're all Christians, born-again believers. Her son, Jordan, um, started suffering from um, seizures. Like, it was, um, we don't, we're, nope, they, they cannot find out what's wrong, but he's been having um, seizures nonstop. He is in uh, induced a coma right now. Um, it has been, I want to say, since the 17th of October. Um. Anyway, if you if you all would please pray um, for them, I know she would, um, you know, they would be so thankful for that. I would be so thankful for that. Um, Her her name is Julie and um, her son's name is Jordan and she's got four other children and her husband. If you guys would please keep them in prayers um, and just pray that uh, he does have brain activity. Um, but they, they don't know, um, you know, you don't know, I mean, you know what they're going to say, but we serve a mighty God, a mighty awesome God. And my Bible tells me that there's nothing too difficult for my God. Um, and I know you guys believe that too. And so we will pray. Um, let's just, let's pray now. So, um, dear heavenly father, uh, we thank you for always hearing our prayers, We thank you that, you know, you make all things work together for good to those who are called um, to serve you. And so, Father, you know, we're not sure what's going on. And, of course, we never will know, but we know you do. And we know that you are in control and you are sovereign. And, Father, we just ask, God, that you would heal Jordan and that you would comfort him and comfort Julie. And, Father, we ask that you would comfort his brothers and his sisters and his father. And God, we just, we believe, Lord God, that, that if it's your will to heal him, Lord, we ask that you would heal him. And Father, we ask that you would restore him, restore his health. And Lord, we just thank you for all things. We just thank you that, you know, there's nothing too difficult for you, nothing. And Father, we just ask that, that your will would be done in this situation. And Father, we ask you these things in your son, Jesus Christ's name. So guys, thank you so much um, for listening to this podcast. And um, you know may God bless each and every one of you. And um, may he give us all boldness to go out there and tell somebody about Jesus. Tell them that time is short and um, that it's no joke. You don't get a do-over. You don't get a second chance. The decision that you make in this life, that's the decision you live with for eternity. So thank you guys so much for listening. I love each and every one of you. Have a great evening.